Just as you're getting your head wrapped around building all of these applications for digital business, Gartner says we're now moving into the post-app era. What gives? Hi, I'm Scott Smith for ThinkCast, and we'll give Gartner Research Managing Vice President Richard Marshall a chance to enlighten us on the post-app era. Plus, why no matter what era we're in, you need to focus on your mobile app development strategy. Richard will be speaking at the Gartner Application Architecture Development and Integration Summit May 8th and 9th in London, but we have him on the phone right now from his office in the UK. Richard, welcome. And let's get right to it. What does Gartner mean by the post-app era? Yeah, that's um, it's a little bit of clickbait in some sense. The intention here really is to shock people into thinking a little bit beyond where they are today. So lots of people are still struggling to get into the uh, the app era, let alone worrying about the post-app phase of things. But actually, the reason that uh, we're creating this level of uh, maybe angst and anxiety about it is quite deliberate. And the, the reason for that is that you need to prepare for lots of new different interaction modes that are coming along. And I'll come back to them in a moment. But the key element is that you're going to be sharing the API infrastructure that drives your apps with these post-app technologies. So when you're creating the new environment to deliver mobile apps in particular, you then need to think about how do we extend this out into other forms of communication. So let's take a little look at the other forms before we go any further. The other forms are things like voice, uh, so Amazon Echo is a great example of that, Google Home, cars, lots of interaction modes for cars for safety purposes where the touch and type interaction is replaced with talking. We see conversational interfaces with bots. So. Uh, moving your customer support onto something like Facebook Messenger, where people are typing and it feels like you're talking to a human, but it's actually a bot at the other end. All of these things are interaction models that we feel are the next phase beyond the app. But the interesting thing there is that none of them are going away. They're all incremental. So the need for an app doesn't go away. The need for a website doesn't go away. All we're doing is adding the need for these other channels. The sort of mantra, if you like, for this is the right information, the right interaction on the right device at the right time. So some things are just easier to do in chat. Some things are easier to do in an app. Some things are easier to do in a flyby uh, browser session. So what we're really doing is saying you need to prepare your infrastructure and your design thinking to ensure that we're enabling all of those channels. And you got to start that at the foundational level so that you can't build your apps and then start bolting these things on the side or you end up with what we could maybe call new legacy code. So really, you need to think, even if we're not building out all of those channels today, we're going to have to do it down the road. So let's design our systems and the interaction models that we're aiming for such that we can add those things later. One of the areas, Richard, that uh, I, we need to focus on, of course, is mobile, which continues to expand its presence, and we're still really wrapping our heads around full use of it. How are we doing when it comes to developing mobile apps? Sadly, not that well. We run an annual developer survey across about a few hundred major enterprises, sometimes more, and it must be said that the picture is pretty sad. 
So most of these companies are looking at a handful of internal applications and only a couple of external applications. However, the leaders in this market are people who have hundreds and in a couple of cases, thousands of mobile apps. So there is light at the end of the tunnel, but the vast majority of organizations are only really just beginning their journey into mobile, which is why the post-app stuff is really urgent. Because if you're starting out now, you can't not take into account these other channels. You have to design for it now. And it's an opportunity to start with a really solid, clean architecture that will enable us to avoid building new legacy code if we take that opportunity now. So that's why the subject that we have in the AEDI event is called Renovate and Innovate, kind of the key themes that we have there. So renovate means that we're going to have to look after our existing systems. We can't get rid of our existing systems. So it's very interesting to then be able to use those existing systems if they're appropriately packaged and managed to drive innovation. So it's a kind of bimodal approach. So what we're really looking to do is talk to people about how do I address taking what I've got but taking us to where I need to go by combining the best of the old with the best of the new and putting these things together so that let's say I've got a big database at the back end, I can get rid of that, that's got my core data in it, or some kind of ERP system, I need to be linking those up. But on the other hand, I can't abandon my field service staff to be still using paper. That is just not competitively acceptable. So I have to move on to mobile to do that. So I am looking to see people building out layers, uh, mobile backend as a service, uh, backend services optimized for not just mobile, but the whole post-app area. And we talk about these clearly as APIs, they're packaged up as microservices, but the important thing is that these are business-focused APIs. These are not just technical ones. So we're not saying this is the API that connects to the Oracle backend, or this is the API for, for SAP, or whatever vendor it happens to be that you're looking at. We're thinking this is the API that gives me client information, this gives me asset information, this gives me stock control. So we're looking at stuff in a way that is very much designed around how do you think about that interaction that I was talking about? How do you think about the design of your chatbot, the design of the application, so that a business person can start to assemble those applications out there. So I might have something that enables a salesperson to look up information about the client. And that might pull down information about the client's location. It might pull down contract status. It might pull down any known issues with the service you're supplying to them. It might pull down contractual information from a file share, all of which are different technologies at the back end. But as the application developer, you really don't care where the information is coming from as long as you can get it easily. So what we're telling people is that they need to build out this layer that enables them to take advantage of legacy and enable high-performance innovation sitting on top of those powerful legacy systems. As you said in the course of that answer, Richard, we need to bring together the best of the old and the best of the new. But let's take that first from the reverse. Let's look at some of the things mm -hmm. we shouldn't be bringing into this. What are some of the big mistakes that we're still making when it comes to our mobile apps? Complexity. Complexity is always the enemy of usability. So traditional developers sitting in front of two 24-inch monitors seem to take it as a challenge to fill every pixel of those screens 
with buttons and options and fields and charts and things, where actually all you really want to do is have one simple piece of information. Now, I can say this. I used to be a developer myself, so I understand these urges. But what we're really looking is to go for simplicity, to put the minimum information available, to reduce the number of clicks to get anywhere. Yet we still see this urge to make everything more complex. And we see a lot of people paying lip service to minimum viable product and lean startup approach. Now, a lot of that stuff comes out of the need to get stuff to market quickly because you don't have enough money and you don't necessarily know quite what your users are going to do. The same thing can apply to an enterprise solution. Classically, people will want to put absolutely everything, including the kitchen sink, into an application just in case. So you could take all of the functions that could possibly be used by anybody in the company and put them all into one app. That's not how you should build mobile. Mobile should very much be built by, I take just the bits I need for this role for this purpose. So we create purposeful applications. Yet so many people still fall into this category, putting too much information in, too many screens, too many taps. People just give up on using it and they go back to using paper or desktop. So it's really, really important for people to think simple, think small screen, think voice interaction and get away from that traditional complexity, measuring software by the kilo, if you like, and really think about minimum interaction to get the maximum effect. Makes sense, because it often feels like when it comes to our mobile apps, what we're still doing is looking at what we've been developing, like you mentioned, for the big screen, and then saying, oh, let's just take all of that and somehow scale it down to this little device. Like, if we just shrink the window, all will be okay. So... What should our approach really be? What must our mobile app strategy include? Yeah, you're absolutely right there. It's spot on. That is exactly what the thinking has been. This is just a small computer, so we've got to put the same stuff on it. What we really need to be doing is looking at a digital transformation. And that is not really a technical thing. Digital transformation is about making the best use of the channels and platforms that you have to transform the business. So to make that happen effectively, you're going to have to redesign your business process. You're going to optimize the flow. You're going to use all the capabilities of the platform. So a simple couple of things, instead of getting people to type in descriptions or use separate cameras and upload photographs, you can put all of that image capture straight into the app. You don't have to have people typing in an address. You can get that back from the GPS information. You can get that turned into a street address and look up the client where you are. Lots of things where you can take out extra steps, clunky things, bits where people hit the sharp edges of the interaction. Really focus on not taking what we've done before and just making a mobile version, but actually thinking as if we were starting from scratch. If we came in fresh and wanted to build new technology for this business, we didn't know how the business worked. How would we do that? We probably wouldn't do it the way that we currently do it. So I would say that the key element of this is thinking simplicity, thinking mobile, thinking about the correct interaction model, back to the mantra of the right information, right interaction, right device, right time. How do we make it efficient for what we're doing at the moment with the device we have in our hand? Richard, thank you very much. Richard Marshall is a Managing Vice President at Gartner. He's also a speaker at the Application Architecture Development and Integration Summit in London, May 8th and 9th. Go to Gartner.com slash events for details. And go to Gartner.com slash webinars for a wealth of great presentations on a wide range of topics. Or tap into more of our ThinkCast conversations at Gartner.com slash podcasts. 
Make sure to subscribe to ThinkCast at iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. And when you do, take a few minutes to give us a rating. We'd greatly appreciate it. For ThinkCast, I'm Scott Smith. Thanks for listening.